Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I'm here, as always, I'm Luke Fagenbush, and I'm here with my co-host... Lauren Hutton! Yeah! There he is, Lauren Hutton, in the house. Who is our guest this week? We had Phil Pointer! Yes, for the second time, he was one of the original podcast episodes that, uh... It was a very good episode, but unfortunately it was lost to the cloud. We lost that shit in the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) What if I sang every single thing I said on on the rest of the episodes? That was me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop singing. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Luke. I'll keep going. Yeah, Lauren, uh, he's not going to tell you this, but he sang the entire Phil Pointer interview, too. Like, for the next about an hour he he's singing the whole thing every question uh when phil does his choose your own adventure interview i was very hoarse at the end (laughs) i had to drink some chamomile tea (laughs) (laughs) but i think this as good as the first episode that we recorded which has been permanently lost to time and we'll never ever recover it um this was even better I, Phil I, outdid himself. Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, I mean, so honestly, without, there's no more to be said. So, I mean, you know, Luke, play us out. Hey, it's Phil Pointer. Everybody get excited for Phil Pointer. <laughs> Phil Pointer <laughs> is coming to your iTunes. It's Phil Pointer on the radio. We can never do this again. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. That's it, baby. Right. Third and time's a charm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Word. <laughs> Wonderful. That's what I like to see. See, I'm thinking we were just recording because, you know, Lauren will sneak a podcast in on you. <laughs> like, you'll start talking and, like, you'll get, like, you'll come over to his crib. You'll start talking, having a good conversation, having a good time. All of a sudden, y'all touch on the subject. You'll be like, oh, man. Uh, you think we should start recording this? Laura would be like, dude, I've been recording since I asked you to do the podcast. Like, me asking you to do the cast has been recorded. So, we're fine. Yeah, go ahead. Just I, keep going. I did a so show I pretty with much Lauren. thought we were straight. I did a show with Lauren last night, and I was like, okay, uh, I'll see you around, talk to you tomorrow. And he's like, and stop recording. And that's, <laughs> the whole night was a podcast. I'm very sneaky yeah, with I'm pretty, it. I'm just curious. I'm just pretty. I'm just curious if his girlfriend has found the mics under the bed yet. Hey, <laughs> they're not under the bed, Phil. You know that they're built into the nightstands. Oh. You got to have them up where the headroom go. is. You got to. You got to keep okay. it where the sounds happening, man. <laughs> hey, I also didn't say there was the only mics in the room. I just said I wonder if she found those. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh gosh! It's it's so nice to have you all back right. on, man. Especially after all of the the technological weirdness we had with your your uh, the lost episode, the one we tried to do the first time. Ah, oh, you gotta love when well, the cloud. If just... I remember correctly, I think we had a pretty good recording last time. It was perfect. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I'm so glad that it ass. died yeah, and, and so... was lost into the void, the ether of the cloud. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if. Oh gosh! Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> for I mean, a second, that's time. what the cloud storage was all about. 
That's what cloud storage is supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be consistently accessible. So, yeah, you would think. You would think. think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, technology. Geez. Phil, how is 2021 treating you, brother? Like, how how do you, do, do you feel different in 2021 than you did in 2020? Is there any is there any change in your day to day life, or is it still just business as usual? It's still bullshit. It's 2020 part two. <clears throat> I mean, I guess at this point, the only good thing about 2021 right now is, is that at least I know the president won't be trying to get me killed, just everybody else. So at least that's one less motherfucker out there that wants me to go down. Just one. Do you have enemies? But otherwise, I'm... Oh, dude, do I have enemies? Have you not been looking at the screen this entire time? Do you not realize? Like... <laughs> No, I mean, I, shit, 2021 is, is it's crazy, man. I really thought that it was going to be a totally different atmosphere, and 2021 feels just like 2020. Like, for real, it does. Dude, you're but, so friendly and just charismatic. I'm like, in the comedy scene, he's so well Like, How could he have enemies? You made me forget that racism existed. I'm like, <laughs> 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 that's how friendly you are. Oh, wow. You know Higher what I'm glad it has an effect on you? <laughs> <laughs> that usually has the opposite effect, so. <laughs> yeah. You have to get, walk this into was like, nice. Let's see how much white rooms and remind people that racism exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, they remember for a second as soon as I get on stage, I have to convince them that it doesn't exist right this moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all are not on the front lines right now. Y'all ain't got to take shots at me. It's okay. We can have a conversation and laugh together, goddammit. <laughs> oh hell. Oh gosh. Phil, how How's many twenty one treating you guys? It's it's been a time, man. I like the reason I asked that question is because like it just it doesn't feel any different. You know, it everyone is still pissed yeah. off. Everyone is still dealing with the same crap that they've been dealing with. And I mean, for exactly. me, I, I've, I, I'm an essential employee. I've been working through the whole thing. So it's, it's right now. The only thing that I can really think about is the fact that we're supposed to get 17 inches of snow tomorrow and, uh, we're in Ohio and that's, that's unprecedented. Have we yeah. ever gotten that much snow in like a 24 hour period before? No. And see, this is why it sucks to have relatives. Like if I did not have an actual family, my ass would still be in Alabama where it's fucking nice and warm. But no, oh, man. I had to, I'm, I'm I had so to have a mother to come home and get orphans out there. Man, they you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look, it's a bunch of folks now living in Alabama talking about, I am glad that fire wiped the motherfuckers out so I don't have to take my ass back to that shit. Like there is, <laughs> like there's just, ah, I hate, the, I do not like snow and ice. I am not a fan. Not at all. No, it looks good, and I like watching it, but when, for some reason, I'm still in the office. I'm completely non-essential. I could have been fired or just working from home all, all this whole time, but we keep going into the office because apparently it affects productivity, and Jesus. right now, the productivity is me leaving early so I don't get trapped in a shining maze of the parking lot <laughs> and freezing to death. I mean, you know, so if we you were working from home, take your we opportunities. Have hours of productivity that we don't have because we're in the office. 
And also we're getting COVID. Dude, I'm I'm actually working from home, and I think I actually like my job. Like, I couldn't stand this motherfucker before, but now that my commute is 20 feet, this is the greatest (laughs) job ever. Yeah. Like, I had the opposite (laughs) thing when I went back into the office, and I'm like, oh, yeah, these people. (laughs) The work was fine before. You guys were the problem. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. That's been my entire point this entire time. Now if we could just get rid of the customers, this shit would be the best. (laughs) I just get paid to press buttons with no human interaction. That's my ideal job. Dude, dude. My wife does data processing. She literally presses buttons with no human interaction. Fuck that. It is a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) And she works from home. Although I will will say this. My commute is 20 feet. Her commute is 30 because she's in the living room. So therefore, (laughs) she does have to go a little further than me. (laughs) Are you getting getting any cabin fever going on with you two just kind of there 24 hours a day? Okay, so it actually had the opposite effect with her and I. Because since when everything was in full swing, I was out. You know, me, us, we're five to six nights a night. Five to six nights a week, we are out somewhere doing something. Right. Me, definitely, you know, all of us. So, therefore, since we had to stay home more, it actually made our relationship better. Like, it was was awesome (laughs) being home for a little while we are So... Yeah, so I've actually discovered that, you know, you actually can have sex after you get married. It's a myth, <laughs> I know, but it can happen. All it takes is for a global pandemic and for the entire country to not be able to go no motherfucking where, and you will have sex with that ring on your finger. It is a motherfucking mirror. I've, I've noticed that I have been trading comedy for sex all these years because since shows no, shut man. down... I'm getting a little bit busy. I'm not putting up big numbers, but I'm like, I mean, I'm saying, man, <laughs> when you don't have to convince them to drive home from the show, it's a shit ton easier. <laughs> hey, we are on the couch. The Netflix is already going. What's up? You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, it's not, hey, uh, nothing else to do. <laughs> we can't go nowhere. Nowhere. And the places we can go has so few people so we can have sex there, too. Like, there's a fucking win <laughs> to this whole pandemic, I'm telling you. Six feet away, that's enough that you can get away with it. You know, grocery <laughs> stores. Can't, can't nobody hear a low moan from six feet. I don't care how hard you just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So that's what was going on in the toilet paper aisle while there was nothing there. <laughs> man, look here. Y'all wonder why it was only one case of Char- one pack of Charmin left every time. That was the pillow. Everybody yeah. knew. I found a piece <laughs> of toilet paper, but it was just completely flattened. There was just an impression of, like, <laughs> two people on it. it you know? I had to dry it off. <laughs> I will say this. I did see one program where they actually started putting a spray bottle of sanitizer and some paper towels next to that one pack. So at least they're trying to be conscious, even in those moments. Yeah, it's just the pack that everybody uses. Because they want to get out of hey, the house. Wipe it down when you're done. That's all we ask. Wipe it down when you're done. Angel Soft, the casting couch collection. There you go. 
There's going to be a shit ton of Kroger pandemic babies coming up in a few months. (laughs) (laughs) It's like people who in 20 years are like, why am I so good at stocking shelves? It's like, it's innate. (laughs) I have a very deep understanding of the geometry here, and I don't know why. (laughs) I was born in it, molded by it. Oh man! So Phil, yeah. other than fornicating in the aisles of Kroger, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what 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 if what's the quintessential thing from your background that that makes you who you are? Like, where was the turning point where the the linchpin in your personality was formed? Uh, I'm trying to, cause see, the thing is, is that if, if you're talking about where I became a nice person, that's my mother all day and all night. You know, okay. she was a person who never met a stranger and, you know, this, that, and the other. And if you're asking about my turning point to me becoming a comedian is the day that I realized that I don't think like my mother. And that was the moment <laughs> that I realized that even though my mom taught me to be super nice, fuck some people. So therefore, <laughs> it gives me the, the material to talk about on stage. Of the And see, here's the thing. I like to believe that <clears throat> since I am nice, if I'm saying fuck somebody, it's because you've really gone too far. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. That was a fun answer. <laughs> I've noticed on stage they're like super nice people. And on stage is the way they get that mean streak out. They're like, I don't want to do this to people yeah. in everyday life, so I'm going to do it to hypothetical people in front of strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're exercising I mean, that demon on stage. Between... Oh yeah, oh yeah. And plus, there's a difference between talking to a person one on one and at a group of people. Like, right. if you're talking at a group of people, you can get your point across. You know, you can say what you got to say, and <clears throat> pretty much anybody can take it if they want it. Whereas if you're there one on one with a person, like you can see their soul breaking down. Like you can see <laughs> just every insult making them go closer and closer to that fucking final time when we find them in a closet with a belt around their neck and a porno mag in their hand, just so it can look like it was an accident. Like that <laughs> is what I don't want to be responsible for. So I'll say it on stage. <laughs> I love the idea that they keep a porno mag. They're like, I don't want people to think I ha- hung myself, but I will have people believe that I jerk off with a belt around my neck. <laughs> I want to leave that legacy. Not, <laughs> I can't just disappoint my mom like that. <laughs> just think about this. In this day and age of digital porn, this person made the decision to kill themselves by going into an actual store and buying a porno <laughs> magazine. Like that. <laughs> was the moment that they were convinced that this was happening. <laughs> Basically, all I'm saying is if you see somebody young with porno mags in their house, check on them often. <laughs> just, all I'm hey, saying. Hey, what's up, man? So I saw you buying a Hustler the other day. You all right? <laughs> yeah, you okay? Man? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? If they're buying a gun, it's probably for self-defense. But... Of course, yeah. <laughs> probably, but, but probably. Jugs Magazine? But if they're buying issues, a porno man. mag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you see somebody with the addition dedicated to the passing of Hugh Hefner, he's thought about that shit recently. Go talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> we we did talk about like 
being home is good. You're you're getting laid like crazy. It's awesome. But at the same time, as shows are opening up again, I am 100% trading that for comedy. Like, um, Oh, dude. So here's the thing. My wife and I have had COVID, so she is very paranoid. So now it's a matter of I'm having to be a little bit more... Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm trying to, I'm discussing with her shows that I'm getting offered a little bit more, but I am definitely trying to go out as much as I can again. Yeah. Like that is where I, it's been, that's the one thing. It's been super weird not having any place to go. Like those first couple of months, it was like every Wednesday night, especially I was like, I'm supposed to be somewhere. Like right. I'm not supposed to be here at yeah. home. I'm supposed to be somewhere. So, and I, and, and every other night of the week, it's like, uh, so now that things are opening, and it's like when we had that section where stuff opened, and then the numbers spiked and it shut back down. I actually went back through that depression again. Yeah, that depression again, like all over again. It was like, oh man, come on, I was just getting used. So, yeah, I got a couple things coming up, and I'm trying to get more. But yeah, it's definitely a a, a thing where I'm like, yeah, I, I love you, and I want to be home with you, and I'm enjoying the time we have together. But you know where I want to be at, right? <laughs> right. You yeah. know where I want to be. I mean, that's part of your identity. I, I mentioned yeah. before that, like, I was talking to somebody. I'm like, man, I feel like a normal person. Like, just one of the assholes you see walking around on the sidewalk. Right. Yep. Who doesn't have what we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And truth be told, comics, we're all, we're all people who kind of think alike. Yeah, and so therefore, not only do we are we just one of the regular people, we're back to being uncomfortable because we're back to not being surrounded by the people who think like us and understand our dark sense of humor. Yeah. So. Yeah, the the years that resulted in the bits I'm telling now, I'm putting more years on that clock. Like. <laughs> yep. There yeah, it is. It, it, we're Don't just have a the bunch outlet. of people. It's like everyone is Superman walking around with a, a worry stone made out of kryptonite. We just keep rubbing it, and it sucks, but there's nothing we can do about it because it's stuck in our pocket. Superman, if he saved no one and was just his his superpower was just metaphorical jerking off in front of crowds. <laughs> <laughs> it's one hundred percent an ego thing. I get it if you convince yourself you're making people happy by doing it, but. <laughs> But you're just metaphorically covering your audience in just word cum. Just yes. tons and tons <laughs> of just verbal jizz. Just, yeah, ah, goof I feel jizz. so much It's going better. everywhere, and some people are like yes. lapping it up. They're like, yeah, give me that goof jizz. I mean, hey. It makes the pain go hey. away. <laughs> See, that's when you know you're really, really good when you can do a group of cocky with just one person shooting the load. Like, that is when you become good <laughs> at yeah. comedy. Like Dave Chappelle for just 12 hours, just spewing, spewing. <laughs> Look, dude, and I'm talking about there are people that are getting cups. Like, wait, 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 I need to catch them. I'm not being able to swallow fast enough. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> Netflix just has a cereal bowl stocked. Dude. <laughs> Refrigerator warehouse full of that warm goof jizz. Oh, I guess oh, it'd be dude, cold in is... that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's Netflix. Their shit is straight farm to plate type shit. Like they are <laughs> putting it in. You ain't even gotta go out and order that shit. It's sitting right there for you every damn day. I want to see one of those old man farmer commercials where it's like, yeah, we get our goof jizz straight from the vine and we ship it to you 
straight from the vine. Fresh and <laughs> Dave Chappelle doesn't even have a chance vine. to grab his Gatorade before you're you're oh sipping down a nice glass of goof chiz. <laughs> Farmersonly.com. They they just pan across the field. It's like trees full of comics just jacking off and telling jokes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just filling people's balls, and it's like, ah, it's not quite ripe yet, but you know, <laughs> come harvest season. <laughs> come harvest season. Oh god. Oh. When they say rotate them crops, they bring in improvers every now and then. <laughs> no, the, people don't like this. It's mostly because of the nitrates in the soil that we need to we need to rotate it in and out. <laughs> every seven years or so. Otherwise, you know, the other stuff doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you got to make choices. You got to figure out what you're going to plant when. <laughs> it's gonna be observational comedy today. There's gonna be prop comedy tomorrow. Every That's now and then, you gotta throw in some weird Al Yankovic just to keep the shit right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Smash some watermelon. Sometime your seed is gonna fall on fallow ground and it won't take hold. A little Bible lesson here. But sometimes that seed lands <laughs> on a concerned audience. That's why you gotta spread to the multitude. They're just. They're spritz like the Jurassic Park ride that's 4D. They just have that that mist. And they're like, give me more of that. Oh, my gosh. I love that that metaphor started with cum and ended with Jurassic Park. Like that. Well, it was still Jurassic Park cum, but it was like if cum was inside the ride. I'd like to think hey. we didn't stray too far from cum any time in that hole. No. No. <laughs> Trust me, fellas, our cum rag runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So speaking of cum, how far, how long have you been doing comedy, Phil? Oh, gosh, okay. Uh, okay, so fine. I, I usually ask the question, do you want the long version or the short version? But since we're on a podcast with time to fill, I'll just give you the short version. <laughs> since we just so, spent 20 minutes talking about cum, <laughs> you know we have time. I mean, hey, <laughs> look, sometimes you got to pick your conversations. In a 20-minute conversation about cum, who can deny that? <laughs> who can resist? Nobody. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, okay, so I tell people that I've been doing comedy now, I think it's going on nine years but first time I ever told a joke was somewhere around 0304. Okay. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, as everybody sees, you know. But I went to school in Alabama and ended up living down there for a little while. And so <clears throat> I was at a point in my life where I didn't really like what I was doing as a job then. And I didn't really know what I was going to do next. And I wasn't going to school anymore. So I was like, eh, I used to rap in high school. Let's see if I can start rapping again. So I got a, well, actually, no, that's not the first thing. The first thing was, I was like, I don't know what I want to do next. So I'm getting a notebook and start writing down ideas. Did see you, what can actually, like, come to. Did you have a rap name? Or was it just. <laughs> I was never able to settle on one. Like, that was the <laughs> one part of rap that was super hard to me. I couldn't figure out a fucking name. <laughs> <Are you> like, <laughs> 
Yeah. Can, like, we, I, I, can we get a sample okay, of so, a couple of them? Yeah. What are some that didn't make I'll it? I'll give you one. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. And this was the one that I kept the longest. And you'll see why I'm shitty at making up names. So <clears throat> first of all, I have to tell you that I was in a lot of really heavy black centered stuff as a kid. So that's where, where my mom had me was in a lot of, of black pride type stuff. Right. So <clears throat> the rap name that I had at that time, no bullshit, the African warrior, Philly P. That was my rap name. That's hardcore. That's a mouthful, I was expecting bro. something I could laugh at, but <laughs> you're like an African I mean, warrior. I mean, <laughs> dude, that shit was just, I, you want to try saying that in a fucking lyric one time? Like I can't get that shit in there. <laughs> Without just having to just jump way off the fucking beat and come back. Like you have to pause the track and just say the name real quick and then restart the track and then keep going. Like rhythmically, there that was, aren't that a lot the, of matches to that. That's what I'm saying. So but that's the one that stuck the longest. And then for a while I was even gonna go to Keith Murray route and just use my own name, Phil Pointer. Like fuck it, why not? Right. But Honestly, that leads itself better to comedy than it does rap. So I think I fell in the right category at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, I um, haven't heard you spit, but, yeah, but I've so, heard you sling jokes, and I I can definitely say you picked the right path. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would have freestyled for y'all, but I don't want to sound like a moron on in front of tens of people. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on with the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You guys probably got a shit ton of listeners at this point. I've been listening to the pod and I like it. So, fuck oh you. yeah, dude. Uh, I, I really think we're up to it. like a thousand downloads per episode. Wink. Hell yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. for sure. <laughs> Good shit. Not that I don't know. Listening maybe... should stop listening because we don't desperately need your support. But <laughs> uh, it's I'm wildly popular. Yeah, just in case this stand up doesn't work out. <laughs> Do you want to outro us with some, some rhymes? <laughs> oh gosh only if you want to lose about three quarters of them thousand downloads sure i absolutely will not a problem <sighs> no but uh so yeah so i used to rap and i was like okay so let me see i start let me start writing raps in this book and see what i can come up with started writing raps ended up writing more jokes than raps in the notebook and stand up is something that i've loved my entire life so when <clears throat> i started writing jokes I was in Montgomery, Alabama. At the time, there was no comedy scene there. From what I understand, there is one now, and it's pretty decent. But I was in the city, and there was there's a place called the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, which is basically like an acting school. And mm -hmm. a couple of people that went there wanted to add stand-up to their resume, so therefore they started a little open mic at a bar. So that was the first time I ever did comedy. And... It went okay, <laughs> you know, it went okay, but I ended up meeting some people there from Birmingham, Alabama, where there was a more thriving comedy scene because there's a club there. Okay. And so I, that's about, yeah, so that's about 45 minutes away. And so I used to drive that 45 minutes every Monday and try to do their open mic. So, and then, as I said, my mom got sick, so I had to come back to Cincinnati. And I came back here and I started trying to get involved in some stuff here. But it wasn't until a few years after me being here and having things set up with my mom and everything that I was able to dive back more fully into comedy. So that was approximately nine years ago. Gotcha. Okay. So that's the long story of how, how long I've been doing comedy. So it was like a lot of people where you had a soft start. It was like maybe one yep. or two shows a month or a week right. kind of spaced out. Right, right. 
And see, the thing is, the, the funny thing is, everybody keeps talking about, oh, this is my comedy anniversary. This is, I have no idea what the, fir- the date of it, the first time I was <laughs> Yeah, there. I have me no neither. fucking clue. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, when I, people, I see people put that shit on Facebook all the time. Oh, this was my first open mic. This is my first. It was a bar in the lobby of a hotel. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Matter of fact, I, I might say this: it, the hotel might not even be there anymore because that side of town town was slowly dying anyway. So, I, shit, that may not even be there. So, there was an yeah, open mic in a hotel bar. <laughs> open mic in a hotel bar. What yes. an ambitious Booker! Absolutely. <laughs> I've heard of some weird I mean, ones. They're like laundromats and cat cafes. Yeah, but... yeah. yeah. The oh, aisle dude. behind a grocery store and <laughs> in front of an dude. antique clothing store. Have y'all Shout talked to, to Giles Pickering? <laughs> Have y'all talked to Giles Pickering about the piss mic out there and I think it's LA I think he was in or wherever he was. No. no we we haven't. He talked Uh-oh. about it on his podcast. Not gonna t- you know what? I'm, I, all I'm going to say now is if you have Giles on, ask him about that mic. I'm not going to tell the story. I'm going to let him just do- the piss he was mic. The one. All right. Okay. Just ask him about it. Just ask him about it. That's all I'm gonna say. That yeah. was the wildest shit I'd ever heard of in my fucking life. When he tells you the story, you'll see why. But yeah. So yeah. Plug but see, the thing is, that... episode that hopefully happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, unless Giles actually dies of COVID, which would be a fucking miracle, considering every time I see that dude, he's wrapped up with Saran wrap. You know, Wait, I think you'll be able to get him. Actually, get COVID. I think or... you'll be able to get him. No, not that I know of, okay, anyway. Thank God. And so, <laughs> and when, such a oh God, yeah. we get to lose yeah. Giles. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Every time when shit started opening back up, and you would see Giles, Giles was not fucking around. Nah, dude. Like he was elbow bumps, like air elbow bumps. Like, yeah, don't get close. Yep. We can chat. We can have a good time. But dude, and I, he, at the last I talked to him, he was still the only person I knew that hadn't gotten it. So. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet that I know of, which is a miracle. Oh, but but I'm, I'm dumb. Like <laughs> I'll just go the first time after being closed down, like during the summer that I went out to a show, I, I go right. out, I'm all masked up. I'm staying away from people in the back. And then it was at, uh, at this place. And I thought there would be drinks that are being run outside and another comic sees Jesus. me without a drink and he gives me like half of his beer and it's like, here, I don't want this anymore. And I'm like, oh yeah, thanks. And I just down it and then I finish it and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I did the worst. That I'm, he might as well have spit in my mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> Luke had a fucking high life with a, with a COVID back. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vaccine. <laughs> Drinking after dirty comics. <laughs> I mean, hey, look here. I think a lot of us has consumed enough alcohol to where that might actually be a working theory. (laughs) (laughs) We might be sanitized inside and out. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. I actually fought off the vaccine when I got it. (laughs) My immune system, my body is so poisonous that I can't take medicine. (laughs) I have so much alcohol in my system that I got COVID. Next thing I know, I heard music bumping from inside my stomach. The fuckers were in their party. Like, what kind of shit? I'm more COVID than man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, COVID and Captain Morgan. 
<laughs> just a Jimmy Buffett COVID party down there. <laughs> Uh, coughing away out there in Margaritaville. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Drumming on six spring. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, Phil, oh, we geez. did bring you here with a purpose. You know, you, you got some tales of woe and worry on the stage to tell. And, and it, okay. it, if the last episode was any indication, I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say now. So, come on. Give it give us your yep. failures, baby. This is why the people come here. Okay. All right, all right. So, and, and we're good since we're already heavily alluding to the last episode. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to give you a choice because I got three of them for you. So, we can either talk about the only time I've been booed off stage. We can talk about me going up after the announcement of the death of a comic. Or, I like that we can lot. talk about... <laughs> Doing a show at a play at a during a happy hour where nobody knew a show was going on. Yeah, I'm gonna say so, the same thing we said on and the last episode. Do all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is, which do we want to do first? <laughs> Ask the question. That's all I'm saying. You're gonna get all of them. Oh, trust me, I'm gonna give you all of this word come, Lauren. You are going to be covered <laughs> in my verbal jizz by the time it's over. Gotta bring it back. That's all that game. Don't swallow just yet. There's more. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better swallow because it's some more coming. You can't teach that mouthful forever. Get your cereal bowls ready, cause Phil's got a tale to tell. <laughs> yeah, I got one of those cereal right. bowls with the straw built into it. <laughs> oh god all right let's start I'm with the time when you got booed off stage gonna... okay yeah let's start there okay booed off stage and i'm glad you started with that one because i listened to an episode recently and i realized that this happened to me the same place it happened to spark oh so no kidding oh way I back also, in yes, season one i Exactly. I also did uh, Judy Brown's Wild Out Wednesday show. And like you said, funny comics. She hustles. She had her shit going. This was at the Newport Funny Bone. And it is definitely an Apollo-style show. Everything he said was accurate. They do. She goes up on stage. She's like, look, I'm not telling y'all to boo. But if somebody ain't funny, handle your business. And <laughs> therefore, the crowd knew. They knew from the bottom of the heart, some of them, that's the only reason they would come to her show was right. so they could boo. So, show's going on. I get three minutes. The two people before me were, like, relatively new and fucking dirty. Ooh. Like, like, seamer oh, dirty. Like talking about come for 30 minutes dirty? Yeah, baby, bringing no, it back again. This was, this was straight, <laughs> yeah, it was straight up Def Jam comedy. Y'all know me, I'm not a Def Jam comic. Right. But both of them murder. I'm talking about just ridiculously murder. Really? Matter of fact, the per yeah, the person who went right before me was a young lady. That was her first time. She destroyed. It was <laughs> sick how good how good they did. So and at the time I was I was okay. I probably had like a solid five, six minutes to my name. Right. So I was being given this three minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go up here. You know, the crowd is already ready. to, Dude, I get my first premise out of my mouth 
somebody, because at the time I was doing this joke about being lazy, and I was talking about like you ever you ever smelled somebody that smelled so bad that you felt like you should file assault charges or something. But I got yeah, I got into the setup of that, and it was like shit don't stink as bad as you. And there was a couple of laughs from the audience, and I was like, oh, oh shit, no. <laughs> oh that I don't and know my, if that was warranted. That was very little to go dude, off of for a heckle. <laughs> dude, he was cocked and ready. Do you understand? Right. I mean, and see, the thing is, in those kind of rooms, you get 10, you get like five seconds to get the audience's attention. Right. You don't have their attention in five seconds. They are not fucking with you. And I am a long setup with a big ass punchline type of comedy. And, but I have to get them in. Like, you have to get them in first. And I didn't have to get them in at that point. So I'm just <laughs> starting on this bit. And they are not impressed. I get. <laughs> I want to say I probably got no more than 10 words into that bit. And it starts. Ooh. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and just as it starts to spread, I was like, nope. Take care. And I just left state. I did like a minute, maybe a minute and a half, maybe. I want to uh, say was, they were geared up for a boo and just the people before dude. you were too good. And they're like, <laughs> <Right>. yes. <laughs> dude, I believe that the applause and the hooting and hollering that that person got, there was some regret and anger in there because it was like, God damn it, they had a chance to boo all fucking night. Who the fuck gonna give me my boo opportunity? You motherfuckers, you're being funny and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? Oh, I can't even take out my frustrations from this whole week. My work, my boss been talking shit to me and I can't even boo yet? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so by the time I got up there with my slow starting ass, it was it was on. It was on. And I didn't even let it build. Like I said, if I was up there for 90 seconds, that's a miracle. Because as soon as I heard the booze start, I was like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, Did you just like leave stage or were you just like, thanks? Were you doing I love y'all bye back? Oh. Or did you not? <laughs> no, I wasn't, that wasn't there yet. That was not there yet. I, actually, I, if I remember correctly, what I said was uh, to the will of the people, y'all take care. And I just left. <laughs> I was like, clearly like this is what y'all want. Like a gladiator. <laughs> we were about to die. Get the fuck out of here to go do it in the back so y'all can't see this no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the will of the people. Oh, oh. But here's, but here's the great part about it. Another comic went up after me. Now, mind you, this is an urban room, okay? Mm. First two comics murder. I completely shit the bed. Like, horribly died. Next comic is like this country white boy who was who was doing comedy at the time, goes up there and destroys after I shit the bed. So mind you, not only was this the night that I get booed off the stage, I was the only garbage act on the entire fucking show. Oh no. <laughs> Just me. And Nobody people, else had a bad set but me. And two people had their first time there? <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like man. one person was their very first time, the other person it might have been their second or third, but it wasn't any more than that. So we had two brand new. I'm up here with a good six minutes that have been working places, right? And I was the only garbage act on the entire bill, only one. <laughs> so oh. yeah, that's what did the you only do time after the show? On stage. What did you do after the show? How did you reconcile yourself? 
I tried to talk myself out of quitting comedy. I tried to tell myself <laughs> that at that point I've been doing well enough to where this doesn't have to be the end. Don't stop. Don't quit. Just keep going, damn it. Yes. How, how soon after did I'm, you go up? I'm pretty sure it was within the next day or so. Because okay. yeah. at yeah. that time, yeah, with, at that time I had actually like found a lot of the open mics here in town and was, you know, going out to Bananas a little bit. So I was not like I said, it was a matter of either you get back on stage now, or you're probably not going to go back after that shit. Right? Like yeah. seriously. Sort of the hallmark of people who continue to do it after they fail miserably. They're just like, yeah, the next day, I immediately <laughs> yeah. got. Oh it. yeah, you have to. Like, if you don't go back up and you just live with that one disappointment, like I listened to Seamer's episode and I know his story. Yeah, I couldn't have just lived with that. Uh-uh. Like you gotta, you gotta get yourself. <laughs> you gotta bring yourself back. I couldn't just live with them folks booing me off stage. I had to go back and get another experience after that. Yo. Leave on a high note if I'm gonna leave. Could you imagine his life where it's just like he stops comedy and every now and then he goes out in the backyard. His wife's inside and his kids are noisy and he looks up at the stars. It's like I. I was a comedian. And I opened for Kevin Hart one time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the messed dude. up part about it is it wasn't Kevin Hart, it was Cat Williams. Look at you, Luke. God Look at damn you. it. <laughs> dude, it's been like 12 episodes <laughs> since I've made a completely <laughs> wrong reference, and it had to be that. <laughs> we don't all look alike. Yes, they're both black. Yes, they're both short, but they are not the same person, Luke. Hey, I, it's not. It was the short thing for me. For me, they're just people of differing heights. But I'm super judgmental about how tall you are. Tall you are. Tom Cruise, don't like him. Not because he's into Scientology. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my god. god. <laughs> so story number two. <laughs> okay. Story number two. I think story number two, I will go with the time I did a show where they did no idea a show was going on. Perfect. So Yeah, yes. let's end with the this dead guy. Another... Let's close with that. <laughs> oh, oh, that one is going to be fun. So <clears throat> I get asked to do a show, a couple other comics, and we're like, okay, cool. It's going to be at this little nightclub, urban room. Okay, whatever. Right. So we get there. And they said it's going to be a happy hour. So I'm like, okay, well, they're going to have a happy hour with a comedy component. That's cool. Right on. No, it was actually just the bar's happy hour. (laughs) When I get there, it's like I get there probably like maybe 20 minutes before showtime. This is one of my, me and my wife's, one of our first dates together. Right. Because he goes to this show with me. Because our very first date was at one of my shows. I had a great set, Murder. So she's like, yeah, I'll go see you perform again at this other show. Like, there was no setup, like there was even going to be a show there. There was a big-ass stage, but there was, like, maybe two or three people in the bar total. People were slowly trickling in, and no, the guy who was running the show, not there. (laughs) Mind you, (laughs) 10 minutes before showtime, guy who's running the show, not there. (laughs) He gets there. Probably about 15, 20, like every other comic who was on the show got there before him. Jesus. And it was crazy. And so then I guess he's like, all right, let's start the show. 
all right, who's going to MC? Oh, the DJ's going to MC. Uh, what? DJ? Okay, that's fucking weird, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is how this guy MCs the show. He plays some music, starts, they're like, hey, we have a comedy, get the first comic up, say his name, whatever, whatever kind of intro. Dude goes up, does his set. That's a pretty decent set to a bunch of people who had no idea fucking comedy was going to happen. <laughs> so he does all right. <clears throat> the DJ then proceeds to play about four or five songs after that first comedy. What? Like a full fucking set of music. Then brings up the next comedy. It's like whatever momentum the comic before would have had is now fucking dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like ended the show and started a new one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot one thing. The only reason the DJ was the MC is because nobody else would MC. He didn't have an MC pick. What? So therefore, it wasn't that, though, the DJ knew he was going to MC. This was just thrown on him. So he's just basically like, all right, well, I'm here to play music. Fuck it. They want me to introduce. I guess I'll just play them every now and then, but I need some break. So we're going off the fucking DJ schedule. Like, when he needs to go to the bathroom, one of us goes up. (laughs) How's the audience taking this? Are they confused? Like, are they like, all right, let's get up and dance. We were watching comedy, but no, no, no more dancing. (laughs) I mean, as far as I could tell, the audience was like, okay, well, if they're going to go up there and do some comedy, I'm going to go in the back and get some chicken wings. Because I'm here <laughs> for the music, the liquor, and the food. So y'all tell your little jokes or whatever. And I'm going to just keep yeah. on moving where I'm going. So, I mean, and it was just, it was the worst. And, of course, because there was no fucking structure, there was all kind of audience interaction. Of course. Now, again, another urban show. So there were comics who played with that shit. But here I am with my little six minutes. I got some jokes I want to tell. And ain't nobody giving a fuck. Like, like everybody is like, man, if the DJ threw smoking that cigarette, this never going to be talking forever. Let me get somebody else, please. I mean, that it wasn't even just the audience that made that a bomb for me. It was just, that was the worst possible situation to attempt to do comedy. We've all done open mics where people didn't know there was a show going on and we ambushed them. But yeah. these people have been looking forward to this fucking happy hour all week. And we just destroyed every semblance of a normal night they could have possibly had. And on top of that, it was destroyed in such a way that they were like, okay, is this really being destroyed? Like, is my night actually fucked up? Or am I going to get, like, another 10, 15 songs in a row so I can have my night the way I wanted it? Like, what the so yeah, he's literally was teasing them with what burn. they came there for. Like that's all he yes. was doing. He's like, "Here's some music. Oh, well, pull the rug out from under you. Here's another schmuck that's gonna yell at you for yeah. ten minutes." Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it was. So that was horrid. Oh my god, how many people ended up showing story. up? Like, was the room full? Was it was it only like a handful of people? I want to believe. That because I didn't even stay for the rest of the show because also there was about eight comics on doing twenty minutes each. Oh so my therefore, god, that's a long show. Yes, especially when you're playing yes. ten songs in between that's everybody. A, you know what I'm saying? When you got a full fucking ten to fifteen set, like full fucking five to ten songs in between each comic, and each comic's doing like twenty minutes, and you got some Jesus. of us that are trying to stretch six into twenty, like that's a <laughs> long goddamn show. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to throw in some filler and shit that's not always going to work, but hey, you're trying because you were given 20 minutes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, God. that was 
a nutty-ass night, but... Okay, so let's move on to the dead man. Yep, on to the dead man. <laughs> I love the on segues the in this episode. This was great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, again, this is because all these happened when I was early in comedy. So this was early on. I had my nice little five, six minutes that I was proud of. Mm-hmm. I go do a show. I'm the first comic to go up after the host. Okay, host goes up there, kills. Murders has a great set. This is like where was the fuck? I think this was out in Fairfield or something like that, somewhere out, like out just outside of town. Okay, so like, is it like college kind of room, like a college bar? Yeah, it okay. was, it was, this was not a bar. This was like a, I think it was a small art gallery that was set up for a show. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So this was like a planned event. This was something that they converted the space for. So this, and it was like a college age audience. So like I said, first comic goes up, kills, host of the show, murders, does this thing. Says, thank you. I'm done. We're going to keep the show moving. Big ass applause, everything. Well deserved. Before I bring your next comic up, he starts. I want to sell something. Um, I just heard that a friend of mine, another comic, just recently passed away. Oh, and <laughs> this is what he's saying. This is this is this is like this is as much verbatim as I can remember. So it might not be word for word. Yeah, he's like, yeah, a friend of mine I know who's a comic just passed away. And so if y'all don't mind, can I get a moment of silence <laughs> to honor so if anybody was still actually going to laugh through this horrible, heartfelt <laughs> announcement, that laughter was just taken away from them with a moment of fucking silence. Okay? That's worse and than then playing he goes, 20 minutes of music. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, what? As soon as he said it, I was like, what the shit just happened? <laughs> did I just did I just have to go up after an obituary? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? Oh, my God. And so, yeah. And, and again, I got my little five, six minutes that's okay at the time. So, of course, I go up to a bunch of people who on some level are grieving the loss of a fellow human being, listening to me talk about sucking my own dick on Fountain Square. And then just looking at me going, <laughs> in the world. And yes, I did have a joke about that. that <laughs> just like, my good friend was- uh, recently overdosed, moment of silence for him. Beat, beat. Anyway, here's Phil Pointer. <laughs> Dude. With the same kind of energy that he would have had if he was bringing me up without that story. He went right back up. Oh, my God. What a and psychopath. So therefore, the crowd had to deal with the happy announcement of the next comic after being told that they should be somber for, like, 30 seconds to, to honor some guy. And, Just and, and see, I want to make sure. Yes. Did he like right. that guy? Hey, let's keep the show going. <laughs> If you're a fan of death, you'll be a fan of this next guy. Give it up for Bill. Speaking of killing, your next comic <laughs> is going yeah, to absolutely partic- murder. That dude was yeah, murdered. In this particular by the way. case. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the fucked up part about it is I want to say that this guy died of a heart attack. I hope it wasn't a suicide, because it was one of those two. 
Oh, it God. was literally one of those two <laughs> oh, Lord. that he died from. And it's like, if you're a fan of death, you'll be a fan of this next guy because he's going to die. <laughs> Your next comment is well on his way to a heart attack. <laughs> Stay away from those processed foods. Phil Pointer. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, your next comic, I've been trying to keep him away from trans fast because I don't want to bury two friends this year. Phil Pointer. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you address it at all, or did you just dive into your material? Dude, at the time, I think I just went up there and was just like, went into my material. Because, like, I, I wasn't seasoned <laughs> enough to try to play with the idea. Did, did I say anything? I think I may have said something like, well, that's going to be a tough thing to follow. Let's give it a try. Uh, <sighs> Dude, I've seen, the thing is, I've seen that before where, I don't want to say where it is, the comic was alive, but... She, she had had a rough go of things it was like oh god just drug problems and it seemed like the comic who did it was trying to like change gears to get out of them bombing where their set didn't work and it's like uh well right anyway we all know we had a friend who went through a rough time <laughs> recently so since we're all pretty <laughs> somber anyway, uh, let's just let's have our thoughts and prayers together. You guys were being quiet anyway, so that was wow. <laughs> the friend who I had driven there with. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! To have the energy no. already up, and then kill it with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Hey guys, let's go ahead and live in this awkwardness that we've been in for a moment before we get your next guy up here, because we wanted to have as many obstacles as we can possibly set forth before he gets up here and tries to make you all come out of your funk. That we since put you in we were parts. already digging a hole on stage, and we know this friend almost let's just died. And... Let's just throw them into yeah. it. You know, it was I already yeah. dug a six foot hole. Let's bury them and Phil Pointer. <laughs> hey, me going in that hole would have been way more merciful than me having to sit in the back and tell those people goodbye when they left after I just sat up there and just shit all over the memory of some guy who just fucking had a heart attack or had enough of life. Like, some pain or another. Oh, 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 wait, because I'm remembering something else about that particular show. Once again, only shitty set on the show. Oh, no. The only fucking one. <laughs> you poor <Yes>! thing. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. And it's oh. like, I, 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 I helped extend the somberness, and then the next comic goes up after me and is able to bring him out of it. I'm like, what <laughs> the shit? Like, you want to talk about being ready to quit comedy? God. Damn yeah, the, the audience was just like, we're still we're still doing the moment of silence. We hadn't moved past that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway through my set and they're like, oh, wait, the moment of silence is over. I thought this guy was just like extending and, and like giving a little prayer in the background. Like, that's what I thought. Like, wasn't he reading Bible verses up there? Is that what he was doing? I don't know. <laughs> Dearly beloved. <laughs> Oh my god. How dare you go up there and talk about your penis? A man just died. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, he didn't just die, but we just heard about it. So give us a minute. <laughs> exactly. Dude, you got to remember, in the minds of some of those people, he just died. Like, 30 seconds ago is when that man passed away for these people. Yeah, so therefore, I that... am in their morning. Didn't you say the host was like, I just heard about it? Like, he, he, you sa yes. he said it like he got a yes. text message before he walked on stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's the thing. When I say he just heard about it, like, I mean he just heard about it within, like, the last day or so. So it might have been, like, the day before the show when he actually heard about it. And then instead of going up there and addressing it before his set, he makes sure that he's going to have a great set and then takes the fuck out of me with that <laughs> shit. Right. Now, I do have to be fair. He, he, was extremely, he was extremely apologetic after, and he's been nothing but cool to me the entire time before and after that occurred. But in that moment, it was just like, dude, could you do anything else horrible? To like, why don't you just send the people home before you let me start my set? I've been in an open mic once where somebody announced where somebody announced last call at the bar before they brought me up. But that was an open mic, so that's not the same. But it was just right. like, a little yeah, different. You're get drinks. this is your last moment to get them. And now, Phil Pointer. I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> everyone rushes the bar. <laughs> exactly. Oh. See, and mind you, this was a place where the bar was in a completely separated area. So therefore, they left the, the room. Leaves <laughs> to go to guests. Yes. Oh my shit! I was yeah. performing to the couple of people who went and got drinks before the before I went up. Right. Like and, those were and the, and only the one guy who has his thirty day chip that just happens to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and the comic up next. He was there too. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> just hungry, waiting for those folks to come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm still yeah, gonna yeah. say moment of silent was worse though. That's still a little yeah. worse. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, is I would have rather for there to have been a bar for them to all go to after the moment of silence. Because then I wouldn't have had to stand there and stare at these somber motherfuckers for six minutes, just looking at me as if I am just shitting all over their grandfather's grave. Like, you piece of shit. You just said a man died. Why are you telling jokes? Stop it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That was the dead man story. Jesus Christ. Phil, uh, you know, even though we've already heard all of those stories, and I think we did them in the exact same order last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could have at least picked That's a awesome. different choose-your-own-adventure path. I know, right? it, it was a choose-your-own-adventure thing. <laughs> so, seeing if the ending was different I mean, yeah, at all. Yeah, well, I mean, I think this time I actually added the fact that I was the only person to bomb on both of those shows. I so know, right? Yeah. I think that yeah. might be a new detail. <laughs> I, I want to say... Just the I was, lone I was, garbage man. <laughs> I was worried that our episode wouldn't live up to the first one that we recorded, but if memory uh, serves, it was even better. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man, absolutely. This is the director's cut. This is the Snyder cut of the Phil Pointer episode, right? This the has got all the right parts. Uh, <laughs> this one was longer with more buildup and more action, which is what we I love anyway. it. I love it. 30% more come. The Snyder the cut. One all kind of static. <laughs> and a lot less come. You are right, Lauren. A lot less come with the last time. We found with experience comes really that ingredient that makes the magic happen. 
with these episodes. You gotta have a little bit of that mixed in. Of course. Oh my god. Your so... audience is calm to to expect the calm. <laughs> oh man. Phil, uh do you have walk away covered, you haven't done your job. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do like a sensitivity warning at the top of the episode. Oh, yeah. The the pre-roll intro is just going to be, hey, just so you know, if you're sensitive about bodily <laughs> fluids, you may want to skip this one. If you're triggered by cum, then you're, you want to skip oh. like about ever, 15 minutes up top, if you've ever 20 minutes loaded, at the end. If Time <laughs> codes in the morning. If you've ever you been were, shot in the eye accidentally by cum, you may want to avoid this episode. If you were blinded by cum and podcasts are, are your only solace in life, that you've managed to wring a little joy out of the only thing that's stopping you from killing yourself. Because you were an oh, artist that was blinded by cum, and that was the last thing you ever saw. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, if you've ever Jesus. been giving a blowjob and he didn't warn you beforehand, you may want to skip this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet lord, Phil! Um, at the risk of of yes, this sir. being too much, this may be too much, but I have to say, <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what lauren it's that deep sexy voice of yours that brings me back every time oh. <laughs> uh, i just uh, lay you... there in bed some nights and just cover my underwear thinking about that voice of yours <laughs> you got any socials or anything you want to plug keeping in mind it takes us fucking three months to get these out <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it just so happens that three months from now, I have absolutely nothing scheduled. So, therefore, I'll just go ahead and tell you what I got now. (laughs) So, actually, right now, let's see. uh, I got, uh, Jesus, I'm at a World Glass Bar on February the 26th. Uh, If we get out before then, if we get out a little later, I'm also at Jackson, Ohio. You got listeners in Jackson, Ohio. I'm in Jackson, Ohio on March 5th. Dude, I might be doing you know, the glass then, bar with you. Were you on? Were you up? Oh, on where? Hell yeah! Unless they're doing like shows back to back, because I thought it was the twenty fourth, but I can't remember days where it's anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine says the twelfth. Well, actually, mine's the twenty fifth, so it might be the same show. Unless they're doing shows two days in a row, which hell, if that's the case, then. Go to the World Glass Bar and hang out there for yeah. a couple of days. Yeah, just, just camp, camp out. out yeah. World Glass Bar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure the numbers will have spiked enough to where they're going to another shutdown. So you can just hang out at the Glass Bar for like three, four days. Yeah. Break just into like at the 10 o'clock, go out to your car, take a nap. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be closed down due to COVID by then. But just break a window, oh, yeah. let yourself in, sleep under the booth. <laughs> Oh, man. Just tell them you're there for the comedy show every time they come by and look at you. <laughs> I'm here for the comedy show. <laughs> All right, Phil. Give uh, us a freestyle. As as, Wrap yeah. us out. We're, you just keep going. Uh, we'll we'll fade out as you get yeah, worse and worse. your social media. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to 
going to sound horrific. You're probably going to end up having to cut this. What uh, rhymes with pointer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And guess what? At this moment, nothing. Nothing rhymes with pointer. Jointer. Pointer. Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> actually boinker, boinker wasn't bad <laughs> yeah that was good i like that <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah 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 all right let's see what i'm gonna do here uh this is gonna be horrible i'm just letting y'all notice now this is a show about bombing it's supposed <clears throat> to be bad <laughs> <laughs> This is a show about past bombs. This is not a show to create new ones. God damn it. Next time I do a podcast about bombing, it's like, yeah, I was on this guy's podcast and they had me freestyle and they actually lost their right to have a podcast anymore. Five minutes later, we're like, uh, do you just want to read your socials? Because. <laughs> Oh, shit. dude! Do you sure you want to give anybody your socials? Because it might be some of that on there. They may stumble across it, so you may not want to tell them <laughs> where to look. Actually, let's let's censor your name from the podcast completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome Boop to the podcast. Your, your Thank voice you is very just much. like. Lower like a witness protection thing. Yeah. You're like, I'm Phil Pointer. <laughs> oh, but it wouldn't say Phil Pointer. Right. It would just say, I'm. <laughs> anyway, I bombed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. You know I don't what, know who was on their podcast this week. Yeah, but he I loved did comedy. Come. I bombed. Yeah, that's all the details you need. <laughs> it's just 15 minutes of us talking about cum and then nothing else. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, Phil, I'll let you oh. off the hook. You don't have to freestyle. Just give the people your socials. You can quit sweating. And we'll remix it later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just 15 air horns oh. and we modulate your voice. No, I'm, I'm way too lazy to do that. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So check it out. If you want to know where to find me, I'm Phil Pointer everywhere. Don't try to think too hard, because it's right there. P-H-I-L-P-O-I-N-T-E-R. And I may be a star if y'all sign up for me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Facebook, too, so you must remember that a dude like me is going to get it done, either laughing or rapping and having some fun. Let's move on, shall we? Yeah! I loved it. I loved it. Now I am going to go have to dig up a beat to put on <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. Man. We'll see you when we lose this one and have to record another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, look here, this time I'll write the damn stories down so I can remember. <laughs> Might even add a few more else to come to each story just to make sure that we keep our theme going. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Man. Take it easy, bud. Uh, be safe, fellas. <laughs>